When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, thank you very much indeed for listening, watching, whether you're watching on Talk TV, listening on Talk uh, Radio. It's absolutely fantastic to have your company this morning. An awful lot to talk about. We had a full show, packed show already, and then an awful lot of news stories around this morning, lots of which we are uh, doing our best to get to. But, of course, uh, one of the stories around this morning we won't get to until after seven because that is when the latest inflation figures come out. And we all know that the cost of living crisis is the big issue at the moment. We saw yesterday those uh, latest figures on, on employment and employment and wages showing that a real-term fall in wages of 4.1% in the three months to June. Now, that 4.1% is for regular wages, but for people who get bonuses, which is, let's face it, not most people. Um, but we're going to see those latest figures. And of course, this was a big issue at the Tory leadership hustings in uh, Perth in uh, Scotland last night. And of course, both Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss were asked about uh, the issues concerning uh, how we're going to be helping people. But what is interesting is what came up was Rishi Sunak saying that there was a moral duty to ease energy bills, even though he's been argued as offering less uh, and less quickly uh, help for people who need uh, financial help to cover their costs at the moment. Uh, this, though, uh, as a big row has erupted over what Liz Truss said about five years ago or so in terms of whether or not British workers graft hard enough. I'd love to hear from you this morning as a leaked audio recording reveals Liz Truss said British workers need more graft. I want to know simply, was she right? 6.34 is the time. Uh, let's uh, uh, put that question to Benedict Spence, who's a Conservative commentator. Um, I think everyone can take lots of offences. Oh, isn't this awful? She's calling British workers lazy. I mean, she wasn't. She didn't use the word lazy at any point. The Guardian report doesn't, you know, people put headlines on these things. Mm. But, I mean... She's right, isn't she? I mean, speaking as a political commentator, members of my guild famously work very hard all hours of the day <laughs> to bring you our opinions, and if you don't like them, different ones. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's a sort of a typical... We, we, we hear it a lot, don't we, whenever there's a problem. Oh, people need to sort of, you know, pull up their socks. And, you know, we have Norman Tebbit, of course, famously saying, you know, get on your bike and go and find work yeah. you need to do. And, you know, it's, it's a fact of human existence. Life isn't handed to you on a plate. You do need to work if you want things to improve. I do think it's, it's always a dangerous thing to sort of frame it in a throwaway way though yeah. as British workers need to you will always in every company have people who more than pull their weight and some people who do a little bit of coasting that's just what a little bit are of like. coasting you've obviously worked in better offices than me <laughs> over the years no again the reality is yeah you say it's not everybody and, and again whenever we make any of these uh, things I mean, if, if you said that a particular uh, group of people from one country a particular nationality were lazy well, mm. people accused of 
I could probably be accused of racism, a microaggression or whatever it is these things are now. If you say, oh, the hardworking Poles or the hardworking <laughs> Chinese, oh, well, then suddenly everyone's absolutely happy with that. Mm. But th- but there's no doubt at all. When, when Liz Cheney was asked about this, she was she was talking specifically about, um, you know, the productivity figures. I mean, we've been talking about productivity for ages in this country, about we have lower productivity. Now, is that because people are lazy or is it because, as actually probably more likely the case, is that we haven't had, because we've had cheap labour here, mm. uh, um, we we have you know, lots you know, millions of Eastern Europeans and and from other people from other from the Indian subcontinent coming working more cheaply. We haven't seen wages go up, but there's been no point for many companies to invest in in you know in technical innovation mm. that costs them money when they don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, we also don't have a very strong manufacturing base compared to some of the countries we compare ourselves with, where you do spend the money on that as opposed to it being people led. But there is no doubt something. That, I mean, there's some truth in I think what she says, but also. Interestingly, she makes a point about the difference between London and Mm. the rest of the country. And London has 50% higher productivity. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that in Mm. terms of the investment and big companies having their headquarters and and the like. So you're not really comparing like with like. But she says a lot of this is a mindset. uh, uh, But again... Married to, married to a guy from from the Midlands, and he, you know he came to this to, to, to this capital city. He 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 would he would I think agree with that. I, I think that there is a lot of that mindset, you know. But a capital city is always going to attract the most ambitious people. You yes. see that in every country. It's not a specifically British thing. You know, anybody who's ever been to Italy can tell you that the north and south <laughs> of the country are basically different countries. Yeah. Um, but I I also think though it's. It's something that you know, you touched on that productivity. That is something that ultimately can be government led because if you have a lot of regulation and rules in place that prevent there from being a lot of innovation, a lot of growth, planning laws, for example, you know, this has been touched upon quite a lot recently. You know, if government doesn't, as it were, move itself out of the way of businesses, yeah. there can't be a lot of productivity. And then it doesn't matter if your workers are desperate to work or just. Are okay with working, they can't do the work because yeah. businesses can't grow. So I think it's a bit rich, actually, for somebody who has been in government for some time to be saying <laughs> yeah. that this is all about the work ethic of British people. Yeah. And what was interesting is the amount of reaction that came up online, which was all about this attack on the working class. She didn't say anything no. about the working class. I'm no. not defending what she said in terms of, you know, she's, I don't know if she shared all her opinions, but she said workers. She includes, you know, the people in HR, the people who were the middle managers, the mm. people on, you know, on the 40, 50, 60 plus grand salaries. She's not talking about right, the that, diversity that's, and that's, inclusion officers. That, diversity <laughs> they inclusion. work very hard. I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean to be fair, <laughs> they to be do. Fair, that is a serious <laughs> griff. They do have to work hard for that one. That's been. I've done so many different jobs. I mean, listen, you, you, there, there are lots of jobs. I would say actually is a largely the working class, uh, people who are doing sort of manual labour. Mm. You, you actually can't be too lazy because you know, the people who are working, with, you know, whether you're working as I say a waiter or you're working in a factory, you're working in the Amazon warehouse, you, know, yeah. you are actually required to physically do things at a certain pace and do stuff. So you can't just sort of push paper around and answer a few CC'd emails mm. and pretend you've actually got something done. You actually have to do something. So actually, I'm, I think this is more of an attack on the paper pushers. Frankly. Yeah, I agree with that. I used to work in a factory when I was younger. I worked in a, a print works, and actually, it was probably the hardest I've Absolutely. ever worked by some distance. Well, you couldn't take a break unless a machine broke yeah. down, and that only happened because somebody had made a mistake 
little mistake somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't acceptable. While I was away on holiday last week, a a, a certain unnamed radio presenter <laughs> of another station, apparently other stations are available. I don't know why you'd want to go to them, but they are. Um, was making comments about how you know manual workers couldn't do his his job was much harder than <laughs> manual work. And I'm thinking, having done an awful lot of the standing up jobs, the mm. waitressing and the the bar work and and all of that. Um, I'm cleaning. I was a cleaner in my teens as well. I've got to be honest with you. A burger takeaway, mm. uh, chopping onions all day on the till for eight-hour shifts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mm. mate. Uh, if, you've, if you've done any of those jobs for a long period of time, you know quite how hard they work. Um, let's also uh, talk about I mean, you know, the, the inflation figures. We're going to see wages falling in real terms. Uh, we've got national rail strikes coming up this week. More and more strike ballots for everyone else. You know, I came out of the, my, my train journey home yesterday and there's a sign about the rail strikes and there's going to be mm. tube strikes and bus strikes in London as well later this week. And you, you, know, and you just think, yeah, what are you going to do? People, people want to have their wages going up in line with inflation. Mm. People even being offered good deals right now are, to all sorts of purposes, being given a pay cut yes. at a time when everything else is going up. Yes, we know that wages going up will spiral more inflation. But if you, as an individual worker, mm. it's in your interest to get that wage rise. And I do think a lot of the complaints that especially the rail workers have been putting out there about the way that our railways are run and about the amount of profits that are taken out of the system, everybody understands profits are good. Not, you know, not saying the profits well, are Not everyone evil. understands that. Not everybody, you know, you do need to pursue profits because that means that some sort of progress has been made. But actually, especially when it comes to the rail companies, the services are decreasing in terms of quality, in terms of output. As you say, the wages are going down. The, the standard of living for a lot of their workers is essentially going down. Why shouldn't they use the legal power that they have yeah. to go get their bag so that they can maintain not improve maintain their standards yeah. of living i don't think that's an unfair thing and i do think that a lot of spot near the spotlight needs to be placed on the culture that we are allowing in this country which is when everybody else is tightening their belts profits can still be taken at record amounts and yeah. no company feels that it has to give anything back to help out and again chief executives still taking the big page you say mm. shareholders still getting there is not a feeling we're all in this together no. um it's been suggested to me and i think i've mentioned on air before that you know if if the new prime minister said right look, here's the deal everyone in the cabinet is going to be taking a you know across the board 10 percent cut mm. everybody in you know we expect everybody at C, you know, chief executive level if you're on over you know whatever the figure is you need to be taking a serious cut every mp we just think we need to show we're all in this together and yeah workers on lower incomes are struggling much more with bills and they're going to be taking one would hope a smaller um, mm. cut but at least you'll know that everyone's in it together there needs to be some sense that, of that but at the moment we are simply not seeing people at the top end no being hit by this. Well, companies make their money from operating in society. They are part of society, and if all of society is struggling, they can't just go, ah, well, the rules don't apply to well, us. The, but the businesses who are sort of, quite a few now are making the news where they're saying that we're giving, you know, £1,500 to each worker to help pay those uh, those heating bills mm. and things like that. I mean, I have to say, if I was working for a company, I'm on low income, and I'm really struggling about bills, and they were saying, we're going to be giving you a good whack towards mm. your extra costs. I would, I would feel an incredible sense of gratitude and, and loyalty to that business. It might even incentivise you to graft a little bit more. You know, if you actually, you know, because apparently we're not. There? Do you see what he did there? This, this is why he gets paid the big bucks. <laughs> he does not get paid the big bucks. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.